Welcome back to There Will Be Analysis. I'm Nick Sapien. I'm Josh Beckett. And we are Omega Level. Omega Level, Omega Level, Omega Level. Omega Level. We don't need all that. Okay, sorry. I'm the, sorry, you know, I'm feeling the shape. Sometimes it's a little... <laughs> the shape of Josh. Water. Mm, the Josh of water. Mm, the Jersh. This week, we're going to be discussing The Shape of Water, uh, the Guillermo del Toro movie from 2017. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Which won the Oscar for Best Picture and won Guillermo del Toro finally an Oscar for Best Director. Very much deserved. He won two Oscars there. Completes man. actually the uh, trifecta for the three amigos, as they're called, of Guillermo del Toro, Afonso Curran, and uh, Alejandro Inaratu. Uh, all three um, Hispanic directors finally won Oscars, and they're all like really good friends. Yes, sir. <laughs> and they've won, like, they've dominated this past decade. Oh, yeah. Dude, dominated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Inaratu has won twice now. Right? I believe Birdman, right? Yeah, he won Birdman, and then he won for The Revenant. Yep. And then Karan won for freaking uh, Gravity, and then Del Toro won for this, and Karan might win this year for Roma. It's like, dude, they're just dominating. Like, these three dudes are killing it right now. And rightfully so. They're Viva bo- La Mexico. All three are amazing, dude. Let's all go. three are amazing. Hmm? I said Viva La Mexico. Yeah, Let's go. Real, dude. <laughs> Viva these amazing directors. My, <laughs> my <laughs> lord, dude. dude. They're killing it, bro. And Shape of Water, dude. Whew. You could tell that Guillermo del Toro poured every ounce of his talent into this movie. Absolutely. This was his baby. From first viewing for me, instant classic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I would go that far to instant classic, but man, it is fantastic. I love it. Love it so much, dude. It's so good. My favorite opening of a movie. Easy six out of ten. Easy six out of ten. Easy. Okay. And uh, (laughs) thanks for tuning in this week. There will be analysis. We're done. Nick's done. If I had the gauntlet, I don't have the powers that Steve has. I'd be off the show, huh? You'd be done. Yeah. We'll see about that. Let's get back to talking about this movie. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, man, this movie just... Oh, God, dude. The production value of this film is unparalleled. Man, the text. Unparalleled, dude. Text and dude, the young Abe Sapien suit. Uh, <laughs> dude, origin <laughs> since, to since Abe. Since this is the prequel to Hellboy, it's yes. the origin story of yes. Abe Sapien. Dude, that... Man, the makeup and the costume design for that was fantastic. I know. It was amazing, dude. Amazing. Dude, and it's absolutely insane that almost all of the CGI of... um, What was it? The, the amphibian man? Amphibian man. Of amphibian man is only in his face. Yeah. Everything from, like, the head down was all, like, makeup in a suit and stuff. And it looks so realistic. Yep, and so they wanted real. to convey to the audience, like, you got to be able to feel like this is real for to be yeah. able to get mm-hmm. this rom- romantic connection. Mm-hmm. So they tried to do as little as possible and be able to work with Doug Jones. Exactly, uh, with his performance. With his motion and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there's some things that uh, Del Toro wanted that just wasn't possible like when they're in the water mm-hmm. and they're doing those acrobatic flips like obviously that is edited all of it's digital too like the yep. water's digital mm-hmm. and he's digital dude the water does not look digital it uh then the first it, reveal it said that every drop of water in the film was digital like uh, there was no they said real water in the tank and that every, in the every tank. drop of water in the tank but was i believe all the digital. water was real when he's in the yeah set. but that's in the tanks that's all digital yes. dude, that's nuts so the first time you get to see a glimpse of him is complete digital complete thing when they show the hand to eliza when she touches the tap the thing and it freaks out mm-hmm. uh the other time when she went into when, the thing by when herself he comes up the to her bleeding? secret room by mm-hmm. himself yep all digital doesn't look like it either. Shows that. Man, that effects man. are amazing. Dude, in this movie, we just read recently that this movie was made for $19.5 million. That's insane. Like, they said they stretched the budget every penny they could, even filmed on sets of The Strain when yeah. they were in between seasons. That was the, the time for, like, holding the lot was already paid for. Like, the same exact soundstage. Yeah. Boom. Just there. broke it down to put their stuff up because they had to make it look like a $100 million movie for $20 million, and it definitely did. And that's why it won Best product- Production Design. Absolutely. That dude. is why it That's won. amazing. It's freaking this excellent, This looked like dude. A easily a $100 million I budget. thought it was. I mean, I easily thought it was yes. dude it's yes. incredible I mean, so man these actors much as have done this thing for like nothing yes basically if it was a 19.5 million dollar budget they didn't get paid much like, oh del toro we like you 
Uh, we'll do it. Yeah. Also, a little tidbit I love that it's about that Del Toro made this movie with only one lead in mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, would not make it if she did not take it. Yeah, if Sally Hawkins would have turned it down, he wouldn't have made the film. Thank you, Sally. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. you. And she was breathtaking, man. Absolutely amazing. Like, I've already been a pretty big Sally Hawkins fan. Mm-hmm. I think she's fantastic and happy-go-lucky in Blue Jasmine. And then her work oh, here just eclipses those. Like, it's, whew, it's amazing. There literally was nobody else that could have been Eliza but her. Absolutely not. Nope. She just killed Sally. that movie. I mean, she only talks one time, but yeah. it was and she's uh, like, <laughs> like very lowly singing. Yeah, but it was it was broke off into the very weird musical. Yeah, an odd musical number. I mean, awesome. You know, it's nice. Great it was scene. sweet. Yeah, very <laughs> sweet. You know, he's she's singing and he's just on the other side. I'm just eating my boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, and can he not get some scrambled eggs up in here? I know, man. They're always boiled. I don't want no hard boiled eggs. Let me get some over easy. Let me get some scrambled. Put a little toast in there. Let me some eggs Benedict real quick. Eat a cat when I have a chance. Dude, that scene killed me the first time I saw it. He goes and eats the cat. Eats the cat. Production design, the camera work in this. It's Del Toro. I love in the very beginning of it how for the first like five or so minutes of it, the camera almost doesn't stop moving. It's it, in some form there's motion and movement in almost every scene. Uh, dragging I think out, the first time that forward. you see Richard Jenkins' character, Giles or Giles, when he's sitting with uh, uh, Eliza, Eliza it, uh, I don't remember the camera moving much in that scene, but everything before and then right after, it's just, it's always movement and stuff moving into frame with him and it was so well done. Yep. That was one of the slowest shots in the beginning was when they're looking at the TV like mm-hmm. showing the really hard to do step movement from an old yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Shirley Temple movie? Yeah, the Shirley mm-hmm. Temple. Uh, and, and they all fall. Then she goes out and dances in the hallway. Yeah. You know? It's really cool. Little nods. The score oh, uh, carries God. every scene, man. It's Ooh. so prevalent score is from fantastic, the jump. Dude. Who did uh, the score for this? Uh, your face minus your face. Oh, man. He's really good. Alexander Laplatte, like, <laughs> again, the guy heavily works with Wes Anderson, and those scores are always on point. Like, on point. This dude is one of the best around and, and scores this movie in an amazing manner. In an amazing uh, manner. And also, last year, he finished in my top five for Isle of Dogs. Mm-hmm, Fantastic mm-hmm. score. But still Wes need, Anderson. So. Still need to see that. <laughs> still need to see that. Yeah, it's Wes Anderson. Like, you know it's going to be good. Uh, cinematography on point, like we were saying before, moving back and forth. And Dan Lauston. Correct? Yeah, Dan Lauston, who I'm not very familiar with, is definitely like... From looking up his filmography, like definitely one of the peak works of him. Like, yep. man, he just whoo, crushed wow. it on this movie. Wow, rushed yeah. it. <laughs> if he doesn't have a bunch lined up, he's been in the game for a while. Eighties, I mean, yeah, you know, he's been working for a while. Not a lot of huge movies. Exactly. Yeah, and then he goes and does this, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh man. <laughs> uh, man, I've already touched on it, but uh, the opening of this movie, mm. starting out with such soft, sweet music, and mm-hmm. going through a an apartment building that is filled with water yeah, and I things love that. just floating. Mm-hmm. Just floating. So just to know that all that water CGI, you know, yeah. like digital effects, yeah. and then Richard Jenkins' character talking yes. about like telling you, know, narrating tell you story. the beginning and the, and end the ending of this. too. Yeah, I love super the narration. Super sweet, super sweet. And uh, jump, jump way to the end real quick, but because I don't want to forget to say this later, I love like the, like I guess the juxtaposition of at the very end of the movie with um, Eliza and uh, Abe Sapien when they're in the water and one of her shoes falls off, like, and she gets the, the scars turned into gills where it's like one shoe falls off. So she's got one on one off and it's like the changing, you know what I mean? She's like half this and half that one shoe on one shoe off. Like I, if that's not what he meant, that's what I got from it. And I was like, man, I really liked that. I thought it was like really beautiful symbolism. That was really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and spoiler that, uh, the cover of the movie is <laughs> it's literally the last end shot of the movie. Book. <laughs> <laughs> or the end of the movie. It's the last <laughs> shot. That's crazy. That's such a beautiful cover. But I do like that connection that you're making on that. Mm-hmm. Like that I don't you know, that has I haven't read anything about that being that. No, but I man, either. I just if, thought if that it makes sense, it. it would be cool. Yeah. I've only seen uh, it twice, so my last rewatch the other day when we when we watched it, yep. that was what I thought at the end. I was like, Oh man, that's I like that. Uh and you see this the it's whole progression so of all these characters too. It wouldn't God. surprise sorry, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what it was. Del Toro is so deep in everything he thinks mm-hmm. about. 
And there's uh, no doubt in my mind that this is his magnum opus. Oh, like, this is his peak. Yeah. He can put all his heart in this. And uh, I read an article uh, about how he mm-hmm. said that he would like literally stop making movies like, if retire. this didn't win something. Yeah, it's like, like a people don't finally... like. No, no, all, and it's not saying a cocky thing. It like, seems almost oh, egotistical in the way, but it's almost like, for him, it's like he poured so much of himself into Pan's Labyrinth, and it just it didn't become what he wanted. What, what, what he thought it would be, you know what I mean? So it's almost like it's a massive disappointment, you know what I mean? It's like, man, like I put my heart and my soul out there and no one cares. Yeah, and he's been, he like, was penning this screenplay for so long. It's like, yeah, and it's like, I'm not going to keep doing this like my whole life. I almost feel like, like I get to do what I love, but it's like I'm almost wasting my, my life doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like no one cares. Even though I'm doing it, I, I, maybe I'm getting some satisfaction out of it. It's like no one cares in the grand scheme of things. So it's like it's almost like he's saying, if I pour my heart and soul into this again and again, it's just like, yeah, okay, you're okay. Maybe I should do something else with my life. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what I take from him saying that. And I'm thankfully, you know, like this movie was Dude, massively so overseen because he made like a beautiful, amazing story. Like nominated uh, for thirteen Oscars. <laughs> Dude, yeah, won one of four most. of them. It should have won ten out of thirteen, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> One director, which is amazing. Oh, man. Best Ooh. picture. And with the, the nominees, they had for actors. I don't see how Sally Hawkins lost, but, you know. She should have won. Yeah, she definitely. I mean, no no hate on McDonough, but. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, yeah, Francis McDormand for winning McDormand, for a, She won for three billboards that year. I was thinking year. of the director. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, McDonough, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did My that. bad. <laughs> yeah, no hate on Francis. Amazing actress. I still yes. haven't seen that movie, but she is brilliant. But come on, she really needed a second one. Sally doesn't have one yet. I come know, on let, now. Let Sally what are we doing this. here, Academy? Let's come on now. Sally's beautiful performance in this uh, movie. My win didn't even get nominated, so we're not even going go there. Lawrence and Mother. Oh, dude, she's amazing. Brilliant. That movie's dude. so divisive, Woo. though. So many people hate it. We're definitely doing an episode about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 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 movie's way too deep not to do one about. Darren yeah. Nosky Corner coming towards you live. <laughs> yeah, for real. We're just going to work through his filmography. But uh, Del Toro, man, this he definitely, you can tell, it's so easy to tell that he put his entirety into this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, this was everything he's wanted to do. This is a passion project. And I like I love that his passion project ultimately comes down to this movie is just about being accepted, which is which touches he, on multiple characters. Yeah, and but it also touches on him. It's what he felt like. He felt like even though he's spending his like doing what he loves, like he's not accepted. No one really that. accepts it. And this movie is ultimately about like acceptance. Like uh, Elise or I'm um, sorry, Eliza like just wants to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abe Sapien just really wants to be accepted, not tortured. You know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> I mean, he was just living in South America. Yeah. Giles just wants to be accepted. You know, like and also man, man, even think about it from this way too like he's almost del toro putting his life and his soul into doing this artwork and and, and it's yes. just ultimately not even cared about like, nobody just no he one cares. Even went up there to show initiative to this yeah. one guy and he was like oh i really wish you phoned that in you he's like, you know, it's not a good time he's like when is a good time for you yeah immediately like, stormed takes off. It storms yeah. off just like putting his whole heart and soul into something and there's no one cares and being in the 1960s and even now Such uh, a great sexuality too. yeah uh sexuality has always been a an issue for people. Right, yeah. Uh, and of course, his character is gay. Yes, and his character is gay, and it deals with his struggle not being mm-hmm. accepted. And he thought he was finding somebody in this yeah, diner, diner scene that yeah, he goes there so often. He has a, they, go, they show a scene of uh, his refrigerator just <laughs> with, all the key with lime. like 10 pieces of key lime pie. He doesn't even like it. And they're all half eaten. <laughs> yeah, they're all like a couple them. bites, and it's like, that's it. Uh, <laughs> At least just did not. He's at like this it diner thinking he found something, and of course, he kind of finally made a move, and the dude was like, whoa. What are you doing? Get out of here. And of course, right in the middle of that. God. Some black characters walk in, and he has to kick them out. You know, racist nineteen sixties. Yes. And then he turns around, and he's like freaking ignorant to this to yeah, Richard like, Jenkins' character. You shouldn't be, should be here either. It's like, oh man, oh dude. Gosh, dude. Finally, so he's finding some acceptance. And like from watching that movie, it definitely seemed like the diner guy was into him. Man, and when ultimately he was just trying to make a sale. And when Eliza was trying to save uh, Amphibian Man, mm-hmm. Abe, uh, Abe Sapien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that that was for me was one of the biggest scenes because he's she's having she's trying to sign that's all she can see she's a mute yeah, she right. can't she can't speak mm-hmm. uh, so she signs the people and she's signing to Richard Jenkins character Giles 
and she's saying, repeat it back to me. Repeat it yeah, back to me. She's exactly like, what like, I, I just said. I need you to hear yeah. what, you're, what I'm saying. Don't you know? change like, what I said. Yeah, repeat don't change it. what I say. Repeat what I say. And so, such deep. She's like, what am I? You know, what am I? Like, we're people. Like, just because it looks different and doesn't speak, but it does communicate. There is a way of communicating mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it. And she's figuring that out. She's teaching him words, you know, yeah, exactly, a, yeah. you know stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you and, and me. And he's understanding. He's obviously very highly Towards evolved. the end, you know, t- you and me together. And yeah. she, of course, having this breakdown, like, I can't. And uh, He's obviously very highly evolved. He's catching absolutely. on really quickly, and he's learning very quickly, you know? Well, he's. They said that, like, he's worshipped like a god. He's not a god, yeah. but he has healing properties. Dude, yeah, and he he's heals, clearly yeah. something. Like, how long has this thing been around? <laughs> he heals Jarl's, heals Jarl's bald-ass head. <laughs> <laughs> he just, last second, he's trying to get him to heal more. <laughs> he's like, like more, more, I need no, more. Okay, you're not going to, I mean, it's great to see you. <laughs> Sorry about my cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we, after Did he, he cat, Thor? Later, I don't remember. I can't remember he which cat named it was. one cat. I think, yeah, I think it was probably four. the one they named. Yeah. And, but later on, he's like, Pet Neil. He's like, no, no, you, let's not play with the kitties. Let's get away from them. Let's get away from them. <laughs> but he was nice. He just had to be taught. Yeah. He's like, no, we don't do this. That's not food. Uh, and if you are obviously, it's it's hard for people to get uh, behind this because it's it's not a human. No, so they yeah. have very they have very heavily romantic scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, really shocked that Sally Hawkins went nude in this. Yeah, several times. No, no, okay, didn't yeah. see that coming. Uh, but such sweet scenes with like when she fills her whole room, the whole bathroom with, with water. water. So they're yeah. together. They're floating in there together. Uh, the theater's underneath them where they live, and it's just <laughs> drenching everybody. <laughs> it, there's a scene of a dude just with his mouth open, water it's drops Richard into Jenkins, it. and it drops into was his it mouth. Richard Giles. Giles. Yeah, oh. like they're sleeping, and it just drops perfectly into his mouth. It's like, oh, oh I, did, I thought it was just a random. I didn't even catch mm-hmm. it was Giles. Wow. Uh, and they come up there screaming about, hey, who's you know what's going on here? What's going on here? Yeah, the theater owner does. It's like, just yeah. leak into my theater. Uh, well, they go in there, and then he she obviously opens up the door. Water just comes out, and all you see is the back of Abe. And then Abe. heard the face of him. We're going with it, dude. It's yep. too late. We're going with it. It's too late. Uh, you see the back of him, and then you just see her. Like, you can just see kind of her mouth and her up how happy she is. You definitely tell How at like, peace, like, like someone yeah. that accepts me, doesn't know what's wrong with me, even though there's yeah, nothing exactly. wrong with her. Mm-hmm. But being in that time, just especially. She's different. Yeah, because she's different. Like, mm-hmm. she can't speak, you know? And she has a wonderful friend that is. Uh, Zelda, full yeah, of, dude. played oh, by dude. Octavia Spencer, who dude. does a fantastic job. Once again, just bringing the A game. Yeah, bringing the A game. Yep. Like you know, it's like we were talking about that earlier, and uh, he's talking about how well he thought she did, and I was like, man, you know, she was good. You know, typical Octavia Spencer, great performance. Like, you know, the actor is great when that's what you say. It's like, oh yeah, it was a typical performance. She was great. And yeah. It's like, yeah, because she's great in everything. It's the same thing from Michael Shannon. Uh, yeah, dude, even though he did finish in my Michael top five, Shannon. Yeah, just Michael Shannon, just a typical awesome. Michael Shannon role. Yeah. You know, he just, was villainous, but also very stoic, and he's like, I get things done. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love his little speech he has, like when he's trying to convince the general that he can do it, and he's like, "How much does a man have man. to do to prove his worth?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a, a man fails one time after like seventeen years or whatever he says, or twenty years of like faithful, good service. When does he finally prove his worth? And then the general's response is just like, or he calls himself a decent man. He's like, ultimately, being decent doesn't matter if he can't get the job done. I don't care. Get it done, or you're done. It's like, oh, well, he just, um, not Thanks, good, Hoyt. He, he, yeah, Hoyt does not care. <laughs> Thanks, Hoyt. <laughs> Thanks, General. <laughs> uh, and he's real creepy in this one, too, Michael Shannon. Dude, yeah, he is uh, ultimately like, creepy. Real fascinated with her. That she's mute? That she's a mute. Oh, man, that was so oh, ultra creepy. <laughs> yeah, because there's also a scene with him and his wife, and she's like, he's like making her be quiet. Yeah, when they're, they're like having sex in bed, and he's like, you won't like quiet. Michael Shannon in this but, movie, dude, but is, you'll appreciate his acting. Yeah, the character's piece of garbage, but he is fantastic yep. in it, as always. Oh, man, visual effects. There's so the little, but it's still just they so, have are so great. God, I, I, I cannot believe still that all the water in the tanks was fake. Yeah. Definitely thought it was real. Yeah. It looked like, it I mean, so I, good. Yeah. 
uh, costume design, holy no, the, makeup, dude. The animation Ugh. on Sally Hawkins, they just completely digitally created her. It looks yeah. so f- she's she looks actually so, not she that tall. She so real. She wasn't even in the movie. She, yeah. said, she said no, and he's like, we're doing it anyway. She just voiced in her uh, <laughs> acting. <laughs> Production designs, obviously, one and fa- was fantastic because Absolutely like over fantastic. 90%, it might be higher, but I'm going to go 90, so I'm not too high. Mm-hmm. Over 90% was on a set. Yeah, just on stages. Because where they filmed was constantly raining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's <freaking> crazy. <laughs> so I think the last scene was a real scene because it rained. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> I can't me. guarantee that I did not look that film running looks real all, like all the time, but it wouldn't yep. surprise me if it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no doubt, man, that last scene is so heartbreaking too. I was so so upset the first time oh, I watched. Man, like you said, it almost it, it ruined it for you. Almost ruined the entirety up, of the shoots movie. Shoots Abe twice and then shoots her, and I was like, dude, if it if he just gets car and drives away and ends, this is the most depressing ending he ever. He hits his line. I get things done. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, felt that good line. about that. And then of course, Giles gets up and he's just pop with the board, knocks mm-hmm. him down. And I was like, yeah, get him. Uh, and that's when you actually get to see how to what extent his healing power really is. Yeah. Dude got shot three times, four times? Yeah, something like in that. The all in the area. chest, too, and he's a and good shot. little shines of CGI uh, blue all mm-hmm. over his body. Man, it looks Fantastic so cool Fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, boom, breathes. And you, you know, all we see is him with holding Sally, holding Eliza. Mm-hmm. In the water. Dev- like, he's devastated. Obviously, Giles is, but doesn't know what to do. All Everybody's starting to show up, so of course he has to get out of there. Right. Jumps into the water. Mm-hmm. Has a sweet little spin around, a little bit of blood, shoes falling off. Grabs her, kiss her. Creates gills, yeah. Brings so, back life. Yeah, she's got those three cuts on her neck, which and is it, almost like it's paying, like showing you in the future. Like, like that's yeah, what, that's yeah. what yeah. the purpose right, it's for, right? So, like uh, at one, the only time that I really reference that is the first, like one of the first when meetings. It's, I think it's the second time that he talks to her, mm-hmm. but he's, they're in his office, and um, he, uh, Zelda tells him that she's mute, she can't speak or whatever, and he sees the. That's the first time. It was, it was the first time. time he, mm-hmm. One of the first time he meets him was in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, true. I was talking later. about the meeting. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You were correct. You're so correct. when uh, he sees the scars on her neck, and he he immediately assumes that she is mute because whatever did that to her like punctured her vocal cords. And I never thought about that until he said that in the movie. I was like, oh man, that makes sense. That maybe that is what happened to her as a kid because she doesn't know. And then he she said, just had him her whole life. Child. Yeah, yeah. He's like, who do it to the child? It's like one of the very few times where it's like the, he has a minor bit of decency to him, but overall he is just a sleazeball piece of trash yep, and racist. Yeah, <laughs> and uber racist. Yeah. My lord, he's uh, extra white. Yeah, he is he's extra white. Extra white. <laughs> <laughs> extra white. Okay. Josh coined that when term. When you're in trouble, you it. call EW. Okay. Yeah, extra white. <laughs> Josh coined that when we were watching it. I started laughing so hard. I almost had to pause the movie. He's like, man, he's extra white. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> well, Michael Extra White uh, Shannon in this Octavia's movie. Octavia's great. I think her best scene was... Yeah, uh, with the husband's my With the husband, yep. easily. Was she kills I think that was probably what got her nommed. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, She was great throughout the probably. whole thing, for sure, but I think that was it. It's like, you know, because the husband, uh, Michael Shannon, shows up and... At her house. At her house, looking... because she, he is at this point informed that they were the ones that, that have done it. That t- there was a man escape. named Dimitri who was undercover for the Russians. Yeah, and he's a doctor. That or, played not was, a doctor. He's a scientist. Uh, he was... Well, he, doctor. They still well, yeah, doctor. He was the lead one in the group. Hoster? Hofster or something like yeah. that? Yeah, Dimitri. Uh, but he was a Russian spy uh, that ended up honestly falling in love with, and they, Shannon made a joke about that, scientists, they always fall in love with their work. They're yeah. just like artists. Yeah, because he didn't see Abe as just an asset as they saw him as. Yeah. He saw Amphibian Man as like... The future. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that, and he was also like, not not a human necessarily, but he was, it was a, a being with feelings mm-hmm. and with emotions and, can, and like pain, you know, like, and it hurt. And it's like, man, what we're doing is wrong. This is cruel. Like, this is cruel. We shouldn't do this. Uh, and at that point, uh, a little earlier, he actually saw Eliza talking to her. So he's yeah. familiar. He knows that it has a way of communicating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, he's a scientist. So, he could tell it's highly evolved. Oh, highly yeah, intelligent, clearly, too. Clearly, yeah. yeah. 
uh, probably because it looks them right in the eyes when they do stuff. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like oh, it's humanoid. It's not a human, but it's clearly, this thing understands stuff. <laughs> yeah, it has an understanding of higher level thinking. Like mm-hmm. there's no way, well, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, and even like the one of the scenes, Michael Shannon comes walking out and he's in the hole and he's bleeding everywhere because a bit his fingers off probably. Yeah, because he's angry because he's being tortured <laughs> with a freaking cattle prod. <laughs> yeah, dude, and they go in and like there's blood in that middle area where they obviously had him hanging up and he was torturing him. Like, oh man. Yeah, and Shannon's character is just head of security. Yeah, you know, Richard security. Strickland. He's yeah. just he gets things. Done. <laughs> yeah, it gets things done. And Even somehow he has some previous relationship with the general. They've worked together somehow before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see these stars, boy? How many are there? Ten. <laughs> means I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> oh, he man. killed it, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't did. remember the actor's name, but the actor that played Joe, General Hoyt. He's mm-hmm. very good. But the point I was trying to make was during that scene of Octavia where Richard Jenkins comes in. And no, Michael Shannon. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah Richard Jenkins. Right. Right. Oh, the big God. twist. Giles is bad. Richard Strickland. Sorry, that yeah, was Richard his name. Stri- that's, yeah. that's why. Okay. <laughs> Richard Jenkins. Twist. <laughs> Didn't see that he's coming. He's really angry. He's uh, a bad guy. But uh, Richard Jenkins. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael Shannon comes in. We're going to go with that one. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, finds out is informed by Dimitri, who is trying to play both sides at one point, basically. Like, yeah. he had a remorse. He gets killed. Yeah, the Russians. Yeah, but him. then... Michael Shannon, they all think it's like this 10-man operative. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're all breaking in. That's like, one of the funniest scenes. It's this scenes. genius plan that to come in, but it's just two janitors. Yeah. It's the help. Two janitors <laughs> and a doctor. Yeah, and a doctor. <laughs> That's That's, uh, well, they I find love him. Toomey's interviewing Toomey. He's like, what the hell am I doing interviewing the help? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which Octavia Spencer played in a movie called The Help. Yeah, she definitely did. Beep, beep, beep. Nominated for an Oscar or won for that? Uh, nominated, nominated. I don't know if she won. I don't think Viola she won. Davis that won. Yeah, that's, you're Viola won that year, but Octavia was also nominated. But she was lead. But during that scene, you have... Him threatening Zelda. Oh yeah, dude. Just it's threatening bad. her, like putting hands on her, like yelling at her husband. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, but she never said anything. She was like, just gonna like, okay, whatever happens, happens. And of course, the husband speaks up and gives everything. I heard her talking on it. the phone. I heard her talking on the phone, and she gives the best lines. Like, you don't talk in years, <laughs> and now you can't shut up. <laughs> yeah, you shut your mouth. God, it's awesome. Also, the scene where he he rips off his reattached yes, fingers and throws yes. them across her floor. Oh, it's so brutal. One of the funniest scenes in the whole movie is right after they take Abe and break him out. And it's Michael Shannon with the other guy that works. He's like the manager of like the, the plant or whatever they're this at. This is the day of the plant. No, no, it's the day after. It was right after, after it happened. After. And they're standing in Michael Shannon's office, and the guy's like, I have to estimate no less than 10 men, highly trained, highly skilled, military-born, definitely SEALs. <laughs> and then it just slowly pans and it to was, it was two people Eliza and a doctor. And Zelda <laughs> clocking in. Well, and Giles. It was like four people that did it. None of them trained for any of this kind of stuff. Well, I know, but at the work, Giles doesn't work there. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but, but I'm he saying, helped them. Yeah, yes, and they he helped them. It had to be a 10, uh, estimate no less than 10 men. <laughs> And then to yeah, and then and then when he's questioning Dimitri after he's been shot, like Shannon shows up and he kills the Russians, and then he's questioning Dimitri. You were he's like Russian. He's like, who was the special ops team? Who was in the team? He's like, what team? <laughs> Just laughing, like, even though it was he's two janitors. <laughs> that was a brutal torture, scene. dude. It was awful too. And he was like, you know, there's no point in lying. You're shot in the gut. You're not gonna make it. Yeah. It's like, oh man, Woo, mm. rough. Like, you know you're going to die. You might as yeah. well tell me what you're going to do. might as well tell me something, man. I still wouldn't have told him. Like, no, nope. absolutely. I'm going to die. What's the point? Favorite scene in the whole movie? I can't like, explicitly say what it is because I can't say it on TV, but when he interviews Eliza and Zelda and he says, well, y'all can get out of here. And Zelda turns on Eliza just stands there and she signs F-U to uh, him. And she keeps signing. He's like, what is she saying? What is she saying? And Zelda's like, she's saying thank you. <laughs> she's saying thank you. Man, it's the confidence, too. After that... After yeah, she after she saves, breaks Abe out, yeah. her, the whole demeanor about of her the character changes because now she's happy. Now she's happy. Yeah. She feels she's found some acceptance somewhere that from 
Not even accept like some love because Giles accepts her, but yeah. they're not in a romantic fashion. But she's it's found like a, like, a romantic. Yeah, yeah. They're like they, she's found a romantic acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, something she probably has never had and never thought she would have before. You know, mm-hmm. and I now agree. she's found it. She has now been seen. Exactly. That is all she's she wanted. been seen. She really mm-hmm. feels good about this, and like I get giddy every time I watch this movie. <laughs> it's I get so just, good. The whole time, I'm like Ee-hee. it's a decent movie at best. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, Number okay. six or seven on the rise, baby. It's decent at best. Of all time. <laughs> of all the times. It's absolutely beautiful. In all the realities. Man. Seriously, check it out. It's dude, it's, oh man, it's beautiful, dude. Beautiful. beautiful. Be- it's, I mean, come on. It's Guillermo del Toro, first off, who is honestly kind of hit or miss at times. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of can be. Like, he made, uh, what was it, Relic or Mimic? Mimic. Made Mimic, which is best of a book, which uh, I have not read, but I know it's very well touted. And the idea for the movie is great, but... It was also kind of made in the wrong time. In 97, they didn't really have the means to make it how they wanted to make it. And you can see what he's trying to do. Well, it just and his first possible. movie, Kronos. And the, but Kronos, man, that is one of my favorite movies by him. It's fantastic. Uh, I need to revisit Pan's Labyrinth. It's yes, very highly so loved long. among the film community and like and casuals fans, too. I didn't like it, but I didn't like it because it was marketed very long. They lied, man. We had the same exact thing happen yeah, without they, even knowing each other exactly. at the time. Exactly. We didn't know each other back then, but it was marketed like it was going to be this amazing, fantastical story, and all those elements are very minor. Yeah, like it's supposed to be this fantasy. And yeah, and that's what I was going to see, and then yeah. it was like a movie about this war, and it follows a young girl and this general who's like this evil guy, and I was like, this is not what I'm into. I'm not, this is not why I came. Yep. So I definitely need to watch it again knowing that because it's Absolutely. Del Toro. Like, and I, I did recognize when I watched it, it was very well made. Like always is, you know? And he made the first two Hellboys, both very well made. I think they're great yeah, the movies, man. The second one gets hated for yeah, way I too no hard. I no idea why, dude. Way the action hard. scenes in the movie yeah. are fantastically Seriously. done. The villain was great. Dude, yeah, everything is great about Ron Perlman is a, a beast. damn near perfect Hellboy. Yeah, exactly. He is. I'm, I'm very excited about the new Hellboy, but Ron Perlman embodied him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Pacific Rim, amazing freaking movie, dude. Like, <laughs> suck it, Transformers. Like, this suck is what it, you should have been. <laughs> But yeah, just he's he's so great, dude. And I I haven't seen Devil's Backbone because I'm I'm a scary little punk, can't watch yeah. horror. And I haven't seen uh, the other one, the newer one that came out, Crimson Peak. Uh, I do want to. Twenty fifteen. Uh, but I've heard it's not as good. But I love the cast of it, and it's Del Toro, so I know it's gonna be very well made. Yep. He's a, an expert craftsman. Yeah, and I've liked Del Toro, but with Shape of Water, I mean, it it puts he, it shines. He goes it shines into another stratosphere. Yeah, it's like, man, you have a level I haven't seen yet. There are some movies that just immediately change your perception on the person. You're like, man, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, okay, maybe I need to go back. Was with I this wrong? And, and yeah, this guy's just a genius. Yeah. Especially speaking on Pan's Labyrinth, I haven't seen that exactly. probably this, since the year or second year it came makes out. Makes me want to revisit it. Yeah, exactly. It's Doug Jones, right? He's a fauna. Yep, or fauna or whatever. The pale man. And the pale man. He's just the dude. If you need somebody in a suit, Doug He's Jones the Andy is that circus of suits. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Of actual makeups. Because actual makeups. And Andy stuff. Doug Jones is the mocap king. Exactly. And Doug Jones seems to be the costume king. Like that guy's yep. just brilliant, dude. Yep. And his performance as Amphibian Man too. Like. No dialogue. It's all a physical performance, dude. He's in, he's incredible. Like you really feel that this this creature, this being, is like oh, you almost get a human sense by the end of the movie. Like Absolutely. you care for this character, you know. Like, he just, and chalked it up to him. It's a great a lot to him and a lot to Del Toro and how he directs it. Like it's just beautiful, dude. The movie definitely is a resemblance beautiful. of the creature from the Black Lagoon, which Who's is awesome. Definitely heavily influenced, at yeah. least. Uh, Especially aesthetically for Abe by that. Yeah. yeah. An Abe too, absolutely. Yeah. They're basically the same thing without goggles. I'm about to wrap up. So before we do, let's uh Stop being fat. Let's uh, hit some sponsor real quick. Omega Level is proudly sponsored by Ink or Dye Studios, a unique combination of a tattoo parlor and hair salon. 
Located at 270 North Dakota Street by Flanagan's, Ink or Die Studios employs the best artists and stylists around. Boasting a friendly atmosphere, helpful, talented, and incredibly creative staff, Ink or Die Studios is the only tattoo shop and hair salon you'll ever need. Stop in, call, or contact them through their social media accounts today to set up an appointment. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit that Le'Veon bell. Le'Veon. <laughs> Let us know uh, what you think of The Shape of Water. Uh, if you haven't seen it, this make you want to watch it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you definitely should not have watched this first. Um... Any other movies that you would like to see us talk about and cover and discuss, you know, let us know down in the comments. And, uh, yeah, we don't like you. Yeah, try not to get suspended for the first four games for five years in a row. <laughs> Maybe. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Facebook as Omega Level Podcast. We're on Instagram as Omega underscore level underscore podcast, all lowercase. We are on Twitter as at Omega Level PCast. That's the letter P. We are on the Anchor app as Omega Level, and we are on YouTube as Omega Level Podcast. Make sure you hit them all up, and, you know, don't be stupid. Like our stuff. Mm -hmm.